Welcome back to Fragrophilia, everyone. Uh, this is Jeff. This is Jane. And we uh, have spent a, a few episodes opening up, always saying that it took a lot to get here. And I feel like it has never been more true than this week. Uh, after, I'm sure you saw on our social channels, or and we mentioned in our last episode that we were going to New York, which obviously people go to New York all the time. It's not that big of a deal. But for us, it was only our second trip since the pandemic. And we were people who travel a lot. First trip away from our baby. That but was the big that's deal. That's the most important thing. First trip away from the baby. First time babies, you know, really stayed at grandma and grandpa's for an extended period of time. It was exciting, scary, anxious. But uh, and we'll get to the New York part later. But then we came back and just hit by sickness and... Yeah, we got an awful respiratory thing. So I'm sorry if I sound sick. It really got me more than it got Jeff and Henry. Yeah, but it was also another first. Henry had his first fever and sickness and, uh, you know, his first time parrots. It's scary. Super scary. We're here, though. But all is well. And, you know, he only had you had it for like a week. He had it for like two days. I had it for like a 12 hour period. So um, anyway, as we mentioned, New York City. That was fun. It was amazing. Yeah, it was such a good trip. And we haven't been to New York in a while. At least not together, especially. Five years, I think. But you went right before the pandemic with your mother. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, but I don't think... I've, I've, at least I feel like I haven't been back since weed was legal. And that was really different. Smell-wise, our olfactory experience of New York was very different with all of the open weed smoking on the streets yeah if uh, thinking of you know what does new york city smell like it used to be trash and you know piss and stuff now it's just like straight up weed clouds In your face. <laughs> and i you know as a as a product of the 90s weed culture um i'm not sure that's what we were hoping for when we, we just we just didn't want to go to jail and we wanted to be able to like buy weed back then um but now it's just kind of like everybody's smoking weed everywhere. Yeah, well, it's like in, it's crazy. Listen, this is a 420 friendly podcast. Absolutely. We support you guys. But as fragrance lovers, I definitely think it blocked me from smelling what other people were wearing in New York. Yes. A lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do have some thoughts on that because it was very interesting. I expected to experience a lot more Santal. Because that's what everybody says. Everybody in New York's wearing Santal I mean, 33. we've been saying that since freaking 2015. I know. Have we not moved on? But, well, it's a punchline now. I know, but you still hear it all the time. You still see yeah. mentions of it, and I didn't smell it once. What I smelled, other than weed, was um, a lot of like Ambroxan kind of skin scents. What I would imagine maybe like Juliet has a gun, not a perfume. Um, molecule O1, NO2. It was very, I didn't even get much Baccarat. It was very clean. Oh, I got skin a lot of Baccarat. Sense. Did you? Yeah, mm. I smelled several clouds of Baccarat. Um, but yeah, I think you're on the money with a lot of people are wearing Juliet has a gun. Yeah, that was the what really stood out to me. Um, and that surprised me, especially with in that heat. You know th- that it was able to kind of carry carry through. Yeah, maybe it's just one of those molecules that travels, and it was just made itself more known. So that's why we smelled it more. Yes, but overall, and we were mostly in Soho, so maybe they just have a different. Maybe the East Village is where all the San Santal is, mm-hmm. Brooklyn or something. But 
what else? We had great food. We had great drinks. We had a good time. We got to see friends. You got to see your art on display. In Soho. That was really cool. Yeah. That was a big, big moment. Yeah. And for that occasion, I wore Oh Mon Dieu by L'Objet. Oh, yeah. For the art opening. Um, that is a great perfume. I really, really like it. They were kind enough to send us a discovery kit with the, the new L'Objet parfums. But before that, we had the Oh Mon Dieu candle. Yes. When we first started to think about Fragophilia years and years ago, back in 2018, I think, when I first built the first iteration of it, uh, that was one of the original things I bought and reviewed and purchased on it was that candle because I just loved it so much. So I was really excited that it came out with a fragrance and you wore it. Yeah, and it's it's delicious. I can't remember the exact notes right now, but I feel like it's like caramel and smoke. There's like cognac and patchouli. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yes, yeah. cognac. Yeah, it's really it's nice. Kind of that, it's a boozy Jane scent. And it smelled great on you. Um, but yeah, we also, of course, got to go to amazing perfume stores. And obviously, we were very excited to go to Scent Bar, yes. which is the physical location of Lucky Scent. As pictured in all the images. And, and we kind of went down, uh, we got to experience some of the fragrances we hadn't had a chance to try out here. Yeah. So when, when we were there, you know, I wanted to get a special perfume to commemorate the trip. Um, and that's just so much pressure when you go into one of the best perfume stores, arguably, and, and you put your pressure on, put pressure on yourself in that moment to like choose something new. But I'm very happy with what I chose, which is Melody de l'Amour by Ducita Parfum. It's a big wow fragrance. I really we we hadn't had much experience with Ducita, and but we've been wanting to. There's just not a place. I don't think it's sold anywhere here in Dallas. So no, we've only gotten a couple of samples from ZGO. Right? Yeah, I believe that's yeah, correct. Yeah, and um, they've been great. Yeah. We love Le Siage Blanc, but I hadn't tried Melody de l'Amour, and it's their jasmine, tuberose, gardenia, peach, and cedar fragrance. And what I love about this is, like, it, it is a higher price point, right? But I think that it's completely justified when you smell this because the white florals are in such a pure and intense form. It is an extrait. They are so intense that they give off strange smells of gasoline and corn chips. Yeah. Which I love. <laughs> Those things die down. Like it's just kind of yeah. the opening and it kind of catches you off guard. But you and I both get that masa note. I love the masa note and fragrances. You get it in, is it Savage Jasmine by yeah, uh, Sana Jardin? Like, I think when you use a really high caliber of a certain white floral, maybe it's Jasmine. Um, there's a couple of fragrances where you and I have noticed this. Yeah, Regime de Fleur's uh, Gold, Gold Leaves. Leaves. Yep. Hopefully that comes back around because we really want that I, one. That's high, high yeah. on my wish list right now. We also had a chance to try out Eris Parfum's Delta Venus finally. And oh, wow. Yeah, that was amazing. Their, their guava scent. I didn't know quite what to expect because, to be honest, I'm not a huge guava person. So I don't really, I can't place that in my mind. But it's musky, it's dewy, it's fruity, it's, it was, I loved it. I really, really loved it. It's so, I don't know, it's like this boggy, mossy, green, citrusy. It was so juicy. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like almost aquatic because of how juicy it was. It reminded me a little bit of the opening of Byredo's Open Sky, where it's just mm, so pungently yeah. 
fruity citrus, but not in a overly synthetic sweet way. It's just, yeah. it's, it feels like juice is on you. And it was good. It had this kind of like cooling quality. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to bring home, I almost, I almost bought Delta of Venus just because it would have been so unique in our collection. Yeah, absolutely. But there's always tomorrow. <laughs> it's uh yeah because it is it is a really really nice fragrance and i see why so many people really like it and talk about it and uh it's getting so much attention right now and we got to try we wanted happy owns the perf uh, artisan perfumery we wanted to try a few of theirs so we got to try both Hera and dryad yes which was amazing and actually while we were there this cute girl was we were kind of talking about fragrance and i was trying i think it was dryad that she was wearing I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, and I had asked the the owner behind the bar. It was actually the owner who was um, working the store that day, and he was showing me Dryad, and she's like, "Oh, actually, I'm wearing that right now." So we started talking, and she's like, "Actually, from our small town that we live in." Yeah, it's so funny. She lives in New York now, but it's so funny to like find a local girl who was, I mean, really going through. She was picking out some amazing fragrances yeah. and really taking They're her time. They're from Marissa. It's so, yeah, it was so exciting to just see somebody you know just really diving in and taking the time <laughs> and uh and she wrote us afterwards sent us a dm on instagram because immediately after she left the store she went on instagram i guess and we were served a uh account you may you know a recommended yeah. account and she's like wow the blog rhythm's really chasing and so that was a funny little thing and i should have asked i don't think i did uh, what she ended up picking because she had some good ones lined up there yeah. Uh, what else did we try? We tried, um, oh, so we went to Oswald. Oswald, yeah. That was a really, I almost didn't, but Emma from Perfume Room Pod recommended that we go there. And it was near the area we were in anyway, because Diaz and Durga is right over there as well. And um, boy, we really had a great time in there because there was not only several lines that we haven't really had a chance to really just sort through, but the the staff was just, extremely Super engaging helpful. yeah and but i liked it because a lot of the perfumes that they carried i wasn't familiar with at all yeah they had some of the ones that i would be excited to try but i also felt like 50 percent of the store was completely new to me and you and i spent a lot of time yes well perfume. and we've we've sampled a little bit of profumum roma but we've never had it all in front of us able to just kind of go through all the different bottles and, and experience them and that was, that's going to be a brand that I think is going to be a big player in our lives. We have one. to, yeah. yeah. Not all of the scents are for me. Some of them are a little too gourmand sweet, but the ones that they do well, they do so well. Their ambers are stunning. Some of their florals Amazing. are incredible. And it just has this kind of consistent DNA through all of those yes. that you can tell it's their kind of scent. But um, yeah, we were. It was nice to go through which those. Was the, which were the ones that you liked? Uh, the one that I, really stood out to me was Fior d'Ambra, which is this just really chewy amber spices with this really nice smoky accord. Um, I sprayed it on my forearm and just kind of left it there. I mean, we had we were trying so many fragrances. I had so many on me throughout the day. And that one really just kind of kept with me the entire day. And luckily, we had a little dabber sampler back at home. Yeah. And we've been kind of testing it out. And, and it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to, it's it's definitely on the want list. It's definitely 
fits into what we're wearing a lot of right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for those chewy, resinous amber scents, like I don't think anyone's kind of doing it better. Which one do you like? That's that's the one that I like, but I also like Rose Mundi. Oof. Yeah, that, that is, is gorgeous. I think that's probably second. That's a close second on my list. Okay, that's... but Oswald had that exclusive. Yes. I can't remember the name of it. Me either. But okay. you can yeah, it was really cool fragrance though. Yeah, it was uh it was an almond sm- scent. I guess it was uh, you know, Oswald I guess started off as a skincare line. And, yes. then, and then they started carrying perfume. So the fragrance that Profumum Roma did exclusively for Oswald is based off of their best-selling hand cream, which I guess has a very strong almond note. Yeah, which was originally made in like the 30s or something like that. So it's a really cool concept. And yeah. And I guess they're Swiss. Yes. What other stuff? So- oh, yeah. I've always seen this line places. Uh, Pierre Guillaume? Guillaume? I don't know how to say Pierre that. Pierre Guillaume? Guillaume? Yeah, that sounds better. That's my guess. Um, and <laughs> on the opposite arm of the Profumo Roma that I was wearing, I wore Le Musque and Le Po. And that, again, that was one that just it just stayed there on my arm. It's a very close skin scent, though. So it, it, it was interesting to, and it was so hot in New York again. I said it earlier. We happened to bring the heat with us when we, we went up there. It, but it lasted through all the heat, all the walking around, mm-hmm. and it just kind of, and then to find out the price point was 120 I had to go back and get it. It was just, it, and I've been wearing it like crazy, So, but we'll get to that. And when you posted it, you got yeah. so many DMs from people who were like, I'm obsessed with this. And like yeah. so many people were in the know about this. I know. I, 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 I felt kind of silly not knowing anything because like Perfume Menagerie, she was, uh, she had like the full hundred piece set discovery set and she knew all these ones i was getting so many recommendations it was really cool i can't wait to probably get the set for us as well we need to pour over that because there i am but there's just tons of them that are good and then we went to if boutique which right. is my favorite store in new york and they had mio fushioni yes which is an italian brand that we've been wanting to try for a very long time and haven't had the chance to. So it was, well, we've had little dabbers of them, but you never really get the, the, the full effect. You don't. No. Screw a dabber. But uh, through it all, we uh, decided on Loblio, which is just kind of real, I think, how would you put it? It's kind of, if you're familiar with Bois d'Argent by Dior, it's very similar to that, but it has a little bit more iris, a little bit more peppery notes, and it's a little bit more hefty. So it stays with you a little bit, a bit longer. But you wore it today. I've been wearing it a lot, actually. And I just, when I wear it, I don't notice it as much. So I was a little worried it was too much of a skin scent for me. Um, but you wore it all day. And it would just kind of, whenever you were in a room for more than 30 seconds, that room would start to smell like that. And it allowed me to appreciate so much more. You really do get that iris kind of powdery floral on top of with the smoke and the woodiness of it is mm-hmm. really gorgeous. What was it like to wear? Well, I, I have it in my sense of the week for later in the episode. Oh, well, but yeah, yeah um, it's it's been a dream to wear. You do something 
you're good at picking out those scents that are more subtle that maybe I wouldn't have chosen because I was pushing you to get Odor 93 yes. by Fushuni. Which is gorgeous. Yeah, it's an amazing woody tuberose. But um, you were like, no, no, I think I'm going to get Loblio. And I'm like, you know what? I trust your taste. I'm going to be so happy that you get this because this has happened so many times where what you end up choosing, I end up liking more. Kind of like how, you know, one person in a relationship always bet orders better off of a menu in a restaurant. And I feel like that's kind of you with fragrance for us. Oh, well, that's very kind of you to say. So I, I've been enjoying Le Oblio very much. And I'm glad that you got it, even though it is very similar to Bois d'Argent. Yes. I think my goal now is we're, you know, we don't want to just keep buying fragrances and fragrances and no. things like that. Is I want to play it safer. Because sometimes, like an odor 93, we're going to wear it a lot probably in the fall, in the winter or whatever, but it's not something we're going to be pumping out a lot, you know, because it is, it's a strong, bold fragrance. And whereas something like Lublio, I, I feel like we'll go through that quicker. You're so right. And then we'll You're cycle so right. through. Yeah. So we'll cycle through it. That's just my, my thinking. It could be wrong. No, but. we wear our iris scents a lot. Yeah. But it was cool to just finally see them in a store because they're definitely not sold down here in Dallas. And also my first experience after going to New York with you so many years, hearing you and your mother always talk about If Boutique, I had no idea really what it was, but to go to that store was I can't believe we've so never cool. been to If Boutique together. Like, have we not been together for 10 years? How have you not been in Because I'll tell you why. Every time we go to New York, that's the place you like to go by yourself. Because I think you probably, and you're probably correct, you know, I'll look at stuff and I'll be kind of impressed by it for 10 minutes, but I'm never going to, you know, I'm not going to buy anything there or anything like that other than this fragrance. Um, but you want to sit there and absorb it and try things it's on true. and look yeah, stuff. It's, it's and, a store you know, I can spend so. a lot of time in. Yeah. So, and you and your mom will talk about what you saw and you'll send each other photos and stuff. And that's, that's always cool. So I don't want to get in the way of that. Anyway, I do want to, uh, we did go into DS and Durga, their Soho store, and finally we were able to try some of the scents that are never in the stores down here. Yeah. Um, we, first off, it was right after Deep Dark Vanilla was released, so we with were able that, to try that, that out. that provocative imagery, I didn't know that they were going to do like <laughs> very suggestive yeah. advertising. Yeah. Let, let I mean, me just say, Deep Dark Vanilla did not live up to the advertising. No, it, I don't find it to be provocative or sexy. No, and it's not that deep and dark either. I wasn't overly blown away by the opening. There are some green vanilla notes. There's some deep vanilla notes. They're pretty streamlined, but it was actually the patchouli that I liked later. Like where, like later in the day. I would smell it on my arm here and there, and I liked where it landed with the kind of the earthiness and the patchouli and the hay. The hay was very strong yeah. for me to the point where it was like I smelled as much hay as I did vanilla. Oh, yeah. I'd still like to get a sample of it sometime just to kind of just test it out because, I, I you know, when you're out running around, it's hard to kind of get a good feel for it. But, yeah, it wasn't where we were wanting to go with the vanillas right now. That wasn't going to take no. us. Listen, you, you can look on Diaz and Durga's Instagram page and see that the image that they chose <laughs> to promote this fragrance. And, uh, you know, it, it was very much about the female nether regions. And I don't want hay in that situation. Or I don't want to think yeah. of hay like pertaining to that area. 
it seems um uncomfortable it seems uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was mm. a strong hay note which i've heard a lot of people say and i was glad like okay i'm not crazy it was a very green vanilla yeah not I, a smoky sweet one yeah and it uh yeah it wasn't very carnal either in any way no yeah it was kind of polite yeah, you know, now I'm thinking about that ad and the flower and the and the the drip. You know, it's like you better go for it. It's not even really the floral. Thing. I mean, it's I get treating vanilla in that kind of its aromatic floral way, but I don't know. Listen, yeah. Sadanosa, they they went for the penis, right? They right, big penis head, and you know, here's Dia Sandurga going for the the vagina with their vanilla, and neither of them delivered, and I'm disappointed. If you're gonna do it, do it. Yeah, I agree entirely. <laughs> I do want to say that I finally uh, sampled, or you know, put my nose on, as the people say sometimes. <laughs> um, the some of their more extravagant, limited studio scents, like the forty million year old amber, which I really, really liked. That it was, was really, really good. Nice. No way in it hell I'd ever pay really seven. Nice. Yeah, there's just no way in hell I'd ever pay seven hundred dollars for it. It's no. not that nice, but. Between that and the Royal Kenham Oud, I thought I was going to really be excited about the Oud. I thought it would be a little st stinkier and more, I don't know. It, it was nice. It was quite barnyard to me, but a little too leathery. Yeah, I mean, it just didn't, you know, barnyard leathery Ouds are everywhere. You know, it, it, That's for sure. You know, it's just like you can get all kinds of varieties of that. Um, but I really thought, the uh, the amber was really really nice. It was very layered, had so much texture, but it was never like uh, heavy or too goopy or anything like that. Too dense. It was just it was really beautiful. Yes, it was. And then also, I just uh, I finally tried the Carlisle scent, which I thought was really nice. That was impressive. Um, Crush balls, kind of as, as expected. Uh, very just citrusy. I could see that fading really quick. That was our Dia Durga experience. It was yeah, nice to finally go to the store. We didn't buy anything. I would have bought some candles if they weren't going to be kind of a pain in the ass to get home. They have yeah. the, those breakfast tea-inspired candles. Yeah, you were loving the candles. I liked those. Yeah. They have marmalade notes with oats. And you know, when I when I had Henry, I made all of those oat biscuits, and I had them with oh, orange yeah. marmalade every morning, so that is very nostalgic for me. So I probably will get those breakfast tea candles at some point. It's very Paddington. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Henry's very Paddington. Uh, and then finally, the other big highlight from New York, and I feel like, wow, we really got a scoop on this because it was like two weeks after before it started popping up places, is Animalique by Byredo. We went into the Byredo store and we wanted to smell um, Rouge Chromatique or Chaotic. Rouge Chaotique, yeah. Yes, thank you. Not, you're thinking of Amber Chromatic. Yes. Sorry, Byredo people. And I call myself a Byredo boy. <laughs> yeah, it's Rouge Chaotique. But, you know, lo and behold, there's this bottle, it's just Animal Leak there. And I was like, what is this? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's coming. They, they told us the 15th of September, but it turns out it's going to be October. Couldn't find anything about it. I did find like a trademark from it from back in April. Hmm. Um, not, and I went, as you are starting to see on reviews, there's not really, it's animalic in the sense of leather. Suede. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a very yeah. creamy suede scent. It's not civet and castorium or, you know, barnyard or anything like that. It's 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 very smooth. There's tobacco. 
some violet floral notes. I really liked it. It was stunning. I like, thought the, it was really good. The second that we smelled it, I thought this is this is a Jeff scent because at that point I had bought my Ducita perfume and it was your turn to pick your perfume that you were going to bring home from New York. And I thought for sure when we walked in, they had Anna Malik front and center. You and I felt like we were getting the, the first scoop on it. Yeah. Smelled great. I thought for sure you were going to get that. But then when we asked the sales the salesperson if we could buy a bottle, they were like, Oh, it's not releasing till next month. It's like, okay. Yeah, they didn't even have stock. That was the only, they just had that one tester. They had no samples or anything. And it was uh, front and center. Like yeah. the first thing you saw when you walked in the store. And with all the Susanna Kaufman items as well, oh, yeah. which is just released this week. So yeah, we uh, we got a little gonna, inside peek. I'm not going to let myself get heartbroken by any exclusives anytime soon, you know? No. Especially not by Byredo. I've been burned before. My seven veils. Oh, yeah. So good. And I'll never be able to get it again. Yeah, you just, I always hope, like with Mr. Marvelous and a couple of the others that they've brought back through, I hope we get our Baudelaire just so we can have it for nostalgia purposes. If there's anybody out there that has like an unopened box of Baudelaire they want to sell us, (laughs) please let us know. I I look every now and then. We are on the hunt. It's a special fragrance for us because it represents the beginning of our relationship so long ago. Um, but one final note on that, uh, Rouge Chaotique, I liked it. It smells like a Byredo scent, through and through. So you got saffron, you got plum, you got a little bit of oud. It's got this praline accord, it makes it a little sweet. Um, the oud is not that punchy. In fact, it's not really a center note, even though that's kind of how it was played. But I really liked it. Some people seem very disappointed by it. It felt more floral gourm- or fruity gourmand. Yeah. So it to me, it felt right at home with the rest of the Night Veils collection. Agree. Um, however, you know, because it was there sitting right next to Animalique, it wasn't as exciting as Animalique was. Yeah, we didn't really spend much time. We did realize quickly that it could be dangerous to spray on white clothing or light clothing. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it was. It went on dark when you sprayed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but overall... I was kind of thinking I was going to be disappointed by it. I still wouldn't put it. I mean, there's three others I would put ahead of that in the Night Veils collection. But uh, I I liked it. Someone gifted it to me. I'd be excited. Yeah, for sure. I think that in the Night Veils collection, we would much sooner do the... Oh, crap. Okay, now I'm going to space the names. What are the names of the ones that we like? Well, we like Casablanca Lily. Yes. Um, and what's the rose one? The rose one is Rain de Nuit. That's the one. That's good. a really okay. good one. Thank you for remembering those. Yeah. Rain de Nuit is still way more gorgeous than Rouge Chaotique. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not They're not even in the same league. But this is better than the vanilla one. The oh, vanilla God. one was that kind of... That vanilla one sucked. But since I'm bringing up vanilla, we have some <laughs> very exciting news. <laughs> one of our listeners, in fact, a couple of our listeners, reached out after hearing the last episode where we kind of asked if anybody could uh, put us in touch with a way to get baby cat that wasn't like crazy um, we would be very grateful and some people reached out who were happening happening to travel to London and we don't want to give anybody's names away or anything like that but so uh, people won't be hitting them up yeah, to get baby cat we received news this week and you know, um, image as well that we are getting baby cat so we're exciting or excited and I know, you know, Baby Cat is so 2022, but it is all 2023 for us because we are in our vanilla era. 
Finally. Yes. It's taken a long time. And we are loving incense smoky vanillas like crazy. So we, um, in anticipation of Baby Cat, it'll be probably a week or two before we receive it. And again, thank you to that person. Um, we're thinking we might do a kind of a battle of the roses, but with smoky vanillas. It's that time of year. I think it's we're ready. Yeah, we have. Um, do we want to say what's going to be in our showdown? Yeah, because I would like to list it because, uh, you know, our listeners have been so kind to us. And they always have great insight. So and maybe they have, they have some good, one, good, good ideas to add to this list. Because Baby Cat is hard to, hard to get, you know, we've had quite a time procuring it. And luckily we are now. But I know that there are so many other people who are like us who are like, okay, I can't get Baby Cat. What can I get that's similar? And people throw out a lot of ideas. So we want to kind of compare some of the ones that people commonly throw out there. So here's our here's our list right now for our uh, Battle of the Smoky Vanillas. We've got Lunfeline by Atelier Desor, Rosendo Matos number five. I've never smelled that, but people say. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, Vanagloria by Laboratorio Olfativo, Oduel by Diptyque, Grand Soir by MFK. Man, I can't believe people say that. That's not that smoky to me. I don't think it is, but um, yeah. We'll throw o- it in there. Oduel is, is not smoky that much either. So, no, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Ode Audacity by Penhaligans. This is a new release. Yes, part of their potions and elixirs, which we have a discovery set coming. It should arrive tomorrow. Man, go to Penhaligans' TikTok page and look at like all of the release material for this spells and potions collection. I am not like a very shoppy person. I'm a pretty careful buyer. Yes. However, the marketing that they're doing for this new fragrance line, I could buy everything. Yeah, like, it's, the beautiful bottles. It's yeah. I mean, the the unboxing of them is like it, it makes me want to go hit the add to cart button right now. Almost pornographic. It's so good. <laughs> um, and there's also Vanilla Barca by Amouage. That's another Dominique Roquillon. As is uh, the audacity. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, both. Yeah. And um, Vanilla Barca is really fucking good. Yes. Yeah. Super expensive because it is an attire. Yeah, it's you... amazing. And you know, every time you wear that, I always say, what are you wearing? And you're like, oh, it's Vanilla Barca. I and get compliments like, yeah. whenever I wear that out. Yeah. Um, and then there's Deep Dark Vanilla by Diaz and Durga. We'll Maybe. throw it in there. Yeah. We'll throw it in there. Yeah, I think when we did the rose one, we we had like twenty. We paired paired it down to like ten, and Quickly, then we, yeah, yeah, and then we so I don't know. We have eight right here. So if anybody has any ideas, smoky vanillas. We don't want cupcake vanillas. We don't want like sweet. Uh, I don't know. You know, no. Kind of smoky, if you know rich. baby cat and you have a sense that you think are comparable, maybe even if they don't smell exactly like Baby Cat, but you think that they're as good as Baby Cat and have a similar vibe, let us know. Yeah, I think Loon Feline would be one that yeah. we would, you know, that, that type of fragrance. God, um, but I'm really excited. And there's nothing like not being able to get something to make you excited to get it because, <laughs> I mean, we know. It, yeah. You know, it's not, it's not going to change the world or anything. And it's, you know, just a basic era of the... Standard incense vanilla with some spicy and some citrus, but I don't know. Very exciting. And, okay, Jeff, uh, what are your scents of the week? Well, I've already mentioned one, and that is the, uh, I can't wait to butcher the name again, Le Musque and Le Po by Pierre 
Gyame? Gyam? Gyam. That's what I'm going to go with. It's William in French. And again, it's just, it's a beautiful skin scent that is, I don't know, it's probably more spring and summer, but it's just so pleasing. It's it's all those sandalwood and white musk and cedar, tonka. And you can tell that it's just like made with a deft hand. It's just so perfectly blended, rests on your skin and just above. Ah, it's a, it's, I don't know, it's a scent I like wearing throughout the day while I'm working, but it's also one that I, I like to spritz on right before I go to bed. Just, it's so comforting. Yeah, it's that perfect clean, clean soapy skin scent. Yeah, yeah. Very sexy. You just want to like lay in it. It's, uh, I'm very excited about that. And then on the tray, I busted out Old Ambra by Jeroboam. And man, that's one of those fragrances I was so excited to buy when I bought it. And then I don't wear it as much as I should, mainly because it's a tiny bottle. Their mm-hmm. bottles are so small and it kind of gets lost in the in the uh, cabinet. And it looks so 1940s, like it looks like a vintage perfume. Yeah, and it's kind of dark and our cabinet's kind of dark, so it's 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 hard to see sometimes. But anytime I wear it, it's like, man, why don't I just like this? Th- this could be my only fragrance, and I wouldn't be disappointed at all. It's such a great like green floral geranium with these like thick amber vanillas in the base, and it just kind of plays in between those, has these citrus touches, and it's just, I don't know, makes me so happy. It reminds me a lot of Queen Zinga by Marissa Zappas. Yes, it's a bit more. It's a bit more masculine, maybe. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe not masculine because Gerbo, uh, Ambra is, it's very unisex and I do feel like Queen Zinga is a lot more feminine. I think that you're probably right, but now you were wearing Queen Zinga last week or the week before and I hadn't paid much attention to it previously and yeah, I can see the similarities to that. I see what you're saying and it's just, hmm, man, uh, yeah, I should try and wear that next week. Go for it. Yeah. But did you wear it at all this week or? I haven't actually because it, it's only like 30 milliliters, right? Yeah. And I remember how excited you were to get it. So I always kind of feel like, ooh, that's like Jeff's scent. Like I don't want to dip into it too much, which I should. Like we have so yeah. many fragrances. It wouldn't matter if I sprayed, you know, 10 sprays of it every day for a week. I mean, it, it really would not matter in the long run. I shouldn't feel like that. But yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And I think just with the week of... um you being sick, Henry being sick, oh post travel, catching up on all the work. You know, it was just kind of hectic and crazy. Those comfort scents really played in. And another one that we put on the tray that I think will be some overlap is Psychedelic by Javois. It's just so, that is the perfect chewy patchouli scent. It is so perfect. There's no other word for it because it just wears, it just makes me want to like just, I don't know. It's it's. You would probably do a much better job of describing <laughs> it, but it is a kind of chocolatey, chewy patchouli. It's woody. You have some rose and geranium again. It's powdery with labdanum, and it's got this just kind of musk going through. But the neat thing is, is because you were wearing it a lot. A lot. I wore it pretty much every day for several days in a row. When I wear it, I get the amber, the labdanum. And the vanilla, that's what really stands out to me. The patchouli's there, but those amber notes are what stand out to me. When you wear it, it's all patchouli. Like, it, it smells like a dead concert. 
it, it's it's and i love that that's so interesting i haven't noticed the difference on us but on me like it is straight patchouli hmm. you get those kind of chocolatey tones that patchouli can take on yeah uh, which i love because i'm a patchouli girl and this is probably the most patchouli forward scent and i would say in the most in collection accessible way i don't think anybody for those that are that aren't familiar i mean it's, it's a very popular fragrance a lot of people know it but for those that aren't familiar who are scared of patchoulis and relate it to like as i just said a dead concert or that kind of like hippie kind of you know person it's not that hippie at all. It's, it's not green very in elegant. that way. Yeah, it is. It's, it's extremely it's, elegant. Yeah, you you get little flourishes of that, but it's far more chocolatey and dense. Yeah, and it's it's it has a refinement to it. It's like honestly, it's probably what having an affair with your English professor would smell like. It's, yeah, it's like that. It's yeah. sexy. Yeah, because I think it's he sexy probably, and intellectual. Yeah, and I think he probably smokes a little bit of a pipe because I always get a little little bit of pipe smoke to it, not tobacco, but the smoke to it. Mm -hmm. It's just, ah, yeah, I love that. Not that I've ever had an affair with my English teacher, but. Me either. Um, so, okay, <laughs> you know, what are your scents of the week? Uh, well, I wore psychedelic so much, probably for like a week straight. I just, once yeah. I started, I could not stop. And I, I just, wearing it, I think that it's going to be something that I put a huge dent in this year. That's all I know. Um, what else did I wear? Let's see. I I wore the Oblio. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we've already talked about this a little bit. Um, but it's gorgeous. You know, Iris is a as a note that I feel like I always get like a ton of of wear out of. When we really look at our perfume collection, I have learned from Jeff to be a lot more practical about what I what I actually enjoy in our day-to-day -day life because I'm somebody who can kind of get wrapped up in the artistic idea of a fragrance and I never really think about its wearability long term. And something that I learned, I I kind of picked a fragrance that was out of character for me last year. Um Rimbaud by Celine, yeah. which I had kind of chosen and you gave it to me for Christmas. And that's almost a little bit similar because it's kind of a peppery, musky um iris scent with lavender obviously but i have gotten so much wear out of rimbo even though at first sniff i wouldn't say this is a jane scent um however it's one that i you and i have both put a huge dent in oh. i feel like it's appropriate for every occasion and the oblio is totally in that category for me yeah i feel like i could wear it anywhere i could wear it to a dentist appointment i could wear it in the evening you know wearing a nice little black dress it's it's that kind of scent so i really appreciate that you chose this um it's you know like i said very similar to bois d'argent the actual notes are iris woods mate incense musk tobacco immortelle sandalwood and oak moss which sounds like kind of heavy but i swear it it, it wears really well yeah it is not a heavy it's no not a heavy scent at all that sounds it, like kind of dank and it's not. No, yeah. And, and in fact, you know, a lot of the Mio Fuciani scents are a little dank. And that's what's amazing. You know, mm -hmm. they're very, they're similar to uh, like Nasamato and Ordo Parisi. They're kind totally. of just thick and big and adventurous and artistic. But this is a very delicate kind of well 
balanced, woody, floral, peppery scent. It's very, Celine's a great comparison, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to that. Yeah. So I really enjoyed wearing that. Um, Another one that I chose, this is actually another one that you bought. Um, This is Rouge Smoking by BDK Parfums, Mm. which probably not one I would have chosen. It's a very playful, very sweet cherry almond scent. And um, it's it's fun to wear. It's very flirty. I'm going to be honest. It gives me a bit of like like 2010s burlesque vibes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. leans heavy into like that flirty cherry thing because there's heliotrope and I think like maybe a touch of violet there too. So it's got a flair to it. It does. But Do you I, think 2010s burlesque people, what would they wear now? Because I don't think it would be this. I think they would wear like Kali or something. But uh, Kali, like yeah, the, the, burning their love cherry? fest. Yeah, I think it would probably be that. I what think is it that would... name, burning love fest. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, you know, Mona, she's a we stand her. We she's an incredible. She knows what she's doing. I've been so jealous. Everyone's getting their oodgasm. Yeah. PR collections. We're not on the Kali PR list because we don't really review Sephora fragrances that much. However, I like KLE fragrances. I don't own one yet, but I'm gonna. I mean, I just respect the game. I respect the game. Because she just, she knows what she's doing. Great packaging, great ideas. She's fun. She does fun events. And she the does girls fun, yeah. love it. Like yeah. everyone loves KLE fragrances. Great price point. And I've gone into Sephora. I've smelled a lot of what they have to offer and hers is a hell of a lot better than anything else oh it's it's very well done they're all very powerful great price points great like i said great packaging and um yeah i'm gonna i actually you know what this week i need to get some stuff at sephora i'm gonna i'm gonna get a kale fragrance maybe i'll get like that pink diamond pepper one maybe they'll have the orgasms there I wish they would. I kind of, I tried to get some intel on that to see if I could go to Sephora and smell them. I'm not sure that Oodgasm will ever make its way into Sephora. We'll have to ask uh, Brandon with Brand Sense because yeah. he went to the event over in London I'm and jealous. had like a handful of them. I'm jealous. Yeah. He had like a multi Oodgasm. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, um, but roof smoking, going back to that. Yeah. It's very sweet, but I, I like it. I don't think I ever liked it initially. And then what happened was we have those BDK samplers. And I put it on one night in the early days of Henry, like sleeping in, the, in his nursery, which is like this dark cave of a place. <laughs> but, I mean, it's nice. But when you have all the, you know, you, anyway, when you you're sleep the, training. You have the white and all noise stuff, machine up loud. Yeah. You've pitch black you cannot see anything it's like going into a dungeon every night it is and because he's still breastfed like he's waking up throughout the night so one of us always sleeps in there yeah so especially those early days where he literally would wake up every two hours and you'd have to kind of take care of him i went in one night and i just sprayed that on my arm just to have like some kind of something going on and it was just like oh man you know it, it really i got to experience it throughout the night at first it was like eh, this is kind of i don't know if i like it then i'd wake up two hours later to a crying baby and be like you know what i kind of like this and then and then it just kind of developed and then you wore it and it was just kind of like especially during a lot of like cherry perfume talk around tiktok and yeah. instagram and everything and it's like no this is a this is a cherry gourmand style 
smoky fragrance I can get behind. I really like it. And since then, I've just, I really like it now. It has major root beer NECA wafer vibes. It does. And either you like that or you don't. And I like that. But later, once it kind of all of those things go away, you do get kind of just that cashmere and tonka. It's powdery and musky. And it just is a nice wear. Mm-hmm. I love the base of it. So, and I find that about BDK a lot. Like, the first hour isn't always my favorite. I'm not always sold on them, but I do like their bases where they land. It's a very waxy texture oh, to me. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah. Do you feel that? I yeah. feel like a lot of their fragrances have that, and I'm not sure. I think it's ex- the Tonka. Yeah. Tonka's used a lot in their fragrances. Um, that's it. All it's right. time for the game. Oh, my God, finally. All right, let's do it. Okay, I have just sprayed Jeff his first fragrance. It is very... Oris, iris meets something very green and something very citrusy. I mean, that's like 9,000 different fragrances, but I just, at first it was a lot of oris and a lot of green, and I couldn't quite tell what it was, and then it started getting kind of like um, a dried green grass. Mm -hmm. Not like fresh cut lawn, but maybe the next day. But there's also this real kind of like, if there's a there's a spicy note here that I can't kind of, I can't track it down. I can't tell if it's a wood or if it's something like a cinnamon or a, I don't think it's cinnamon. Listen, throw all of your ideas out there because the brand does not tell me what notes are in this, so I can't I can't offer that to you. You just have to go by your own interpretation. The brand doesn't give you notes on this. They have like a little story, a little poetic story, but they don't tell me what the notes actually are. Is it Nasamato? No. Oh. Huh. Well, I would say my first impressions are, you know, obviously the notes I just listed. It feels very early fall, getting close to Halloween. It's nice. I, I mean, it's something I would wear out. Like if I was going to meet friends for drinks, it's easy. It's a, it'd be a good date fragrance, to be honest. I could see it for every day, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's very the, fresh and green, but uplifting. It's, it's what somebody would wear that has nice taste and puts enough into their looks and their appearance and, and just their, you know, self-care, if I may use that. And but they don't want to be bombastic with anything. Can it's very I, conservative. Can I put some information out there in the world? Please. I feel like whoever's wearing this brand is a highly dateable person. If you're single and you're trying to vet your your potentials, if anyone's wearing this brand, I feel like it's a thumbs up. They're in a good place in their life. They really? have good taste. They're not too showy, but they're cool. Is this like a physotic? No. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty dateable. I guess, yeah. Maybe a little bit too into <laughs> That's for the heads. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely unisex. I wouldn't, I mean, I'm picturing kind of like a um, mid-30s guy that's probably in tech. He's or... Gen X. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that too. Uh, but this is a person that, yeah, like you were saying, they, they have their life together. But again, they're not showy. It's not a particularly heavy for you. It still feels very green to me. 
It's very green. Yeah. Do you want me to tell Give me the notes, I, Since I can't give you the notes, oh, I yeah. will tell you the little story. Please. Brand new sneakers crushing fresh flower stalks against hot asphalt. Mouthful of lemon candy and fingers sticky with motor oil. Stolen rhubarb from a neighbor's garden. Peeled, slathered in honey and chewed on. Orange cake crumble in the pocket of freshly washed clothes. Arctic wind blowing through hair in a damp pine forest. Wow. Is, is this like a kerosene? A or what? No. Uh, Fishersund. Fishersund oh. number eight. Yeah, this is great. I it almost picked. Great. A, I almost picked this. I looked really? at it, but I didn't. Sp- <laughs> Usually, I'll spray a scent and then decide. But then I get distracted by something else. And yeah, I've, I'm. I'm really into it too. And I know like Fishersund number four was the one that I initially. I think it was fifty-four. Fifty-four. Yeah. Man, I hate these number names. I can never remember them. Um. Anyway, this might be my favorite Fisher Sund now. This I'll is have really to nice. Yeah. This is yeah. If somebody's, you know, my nephew loves this. Shout out to Ben, who just did some fragrance sampling at yeah. Fumery in Portland and was in Vegas and going all over the place. Let's We're getting get your a lot of nephew play- on the pod. Maybe get him on here. Uh, a big Fisher Sun fan. He loves the uh the dry sh- perfume. Oh, they have a dry perfume? Yeah, the little like the wax stuff oh, okay, or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's... Comes in a little tin. It's really cool. It's very, you know, Icelandic or something. I don't know. But they, um, they are Icelandic, yeah. This is gorgeous. I really like this. Glad you like it. And because I think it's a really cool brand, I would own. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This is super wearable. Yeah. It smells great. This but... is a known. I was about to say this is an owner. I don't know. That's how... <laughs> I think you're looking for keeper. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Your turn. Okay. I have just sprayed your first scent. What are your initial thoughts? Okay. It, it smells like what you've sprayed me is some kind of very aromatic white floral fragrance. I feel like I'm smelling like a lot of spice. There's some peppery heat, maybe like coriander too. There's kind of a cooling green quality, but there's also definitely like jasmine, I would guess. Yeah. Um, maybe some woods in the dry down. Definitely. It's... It's very interesting. I I have to say, like, I don't smell a lot of um, kind of green aromatic white florals. So I have to say this is a unique experience for me. Um, it smells really good. I, I do like this. It has a bit of a soapy component, too. And I don't know if I'm, am I wrong in picking up on the coriander note? I would say it's more, yeah, like fresh coriander. Like fresh, cilantro. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like green, or even like green even a ground soapy. coriander seed. You yeah, know, that I always use for my my steak rub. Just <laughs> Jeff's a, famous steak rub. Heads up, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, first first things that are coming to mind, like this is fresh. I haven't smelled something like this, and I smell a lot of fragrances. So this is this is awesome. The temperature is definitely very cool to me. The colors are very blue green. Um, this feels more masculine because of those kind of soapy, aromatic, fresh, clean qualities. That is, see, it feels, it, it I see no, okay, that. The, the jasmine's really kind of coming through now. Are there yellow florals in here too, like some ilang ilang? There is Narcissus. 
Oh, your favorite. Well, you know I'm in. <laughs> no, there. Marigold. Oh, I do smell the, the narcissist. It's coming through. Yeah. There's this thing marigold? is taking off in this room, by the way. Like, yeah. a few seconds ago, when we first sprayed this, I, like, I was like, I can't smell we it. We couldn't smell really it. smell it. And now I, it's kind of, it's actually changed a lot since I first started describing it. So I do want to say, I do smell that kind of um, dirty, sweet narcissist. Narcissist always smells like dirty hair to me. Which, yeah. Which, you know, either you're into or you're not. I'm into that. But I definitely feel like there's some yellow florals here too. It's still aromatic, soapy. Um, I would say this definitely feels way less masculine now. This is definitely unisex. Do you it's, still feel it's like spring, summer, or? I think that you could really, the way this is filling the room, I think that you could wear this any season. I feel like it's a, it's a luxe scent. I feel like all of a sudden, like this is what you. You would you could wear this to an event. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it feels very is, opulent. Yeah, with the way that great, the flowers are it. unfurling. May I read um, you the notes? Yes, please. It first off, it, it was released in 2022. Orange blossom, jasmine sambac, marigold, grass rose, narcissus, geranium, sandalwood, orris, and incense. Interesting. That's like all your hits. Yeah, <laughs> in the floral. All realm. my faves. Yeah, that's that's really gorgeous. I am surprised kind of with how the initial opening started. It smelled like a soapy green tuberose. And now that it is, it's becoming actually very warm. I wouldn't say this is a cool fragrance anymore. I should have given it more time to to bloom. Um, I see why you say that, though, because it, it doesn't. It feels fresh. And I think that to me always gives a coolness to a fragrance when it smells as fresh as this does yeah because you think of like dewy green leaves yeah but the florals and even the orris powderiness it, it gives it a lot more warmth and oomph and it's a projector it's a big time yeah and now that i'm actually thinking of like smelling this and trying to contextualize it this smells like something that you know you might wear to a literal ball mm -hmm. like if you have um you know your your local museum is putting on some gala and you get to go i think that, that this is an, an appropriate scent for that it's a bit debutant oh it's actually really gorgeous it's, it's really it's i when i first tried it i thought wow this is I love this. The florals they're they're in your face but they're very delicate too. Yeah. So it's a great balance. Um, who would wear this? Maybe one of Truman Capote's swans. Oh, nice. Own sample Would you put pitch? it in that era? I, I honestly feel like this yeah. could be any time. Yeah. It, this is completely timeless. It's, it's not extremely modern, but it's not retro either. No. Um, great. This is a really well-balanced scent. And I could definitely see this as being something I... I if I got to know it, I could see wanting to own it. But definitely, I'm glad to have a sample of this. Who is it? What it, is it? It is Lazar, uh, Lazarus DeVos. Um, we met in Roma. Sorry, say that again? Lazarus DeVos. Okay. DeVos. Uh, we met in Roma. So we met in Roma is the brand? No, that's the name of the fragrance. Lazarus oh, DeVos okay. is the... Uh, he does... Um, he has another line. You've seen it before. It's like rose 
13 Is something that the one like that. The one that they have the dirty names. Yeah. Rose uh, 1845. This is like, I fingered you in Paris. <laughs> I, it, I went down on you in Saint-Tropez and uh, you kissed me in Paris. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> this is the third of that love note collection. Um, and it's just, well, they, you they're just it mad for me. Yeah. You ruined it for me. <laughs> I know. It's... It it's, smells great. It's really, it's a really great fragrance. I think they're pretty pricey though. I think it's like three hundred something, three hundred ten dollars, really? something like that. I don't know. Goodness me. Yeah, a little, little too expensive. But I really took to it when I tried it. I didn't like the other two as much, but I sprayed that on my arm, just kind of like, oh, you know, I've heard about these. I sprayed it on my arm, and then throughout the day, I kept smelling it. We we tried it. I mean, I don't know. It was months ago, and um and the conservatory shasa made me a little sample of it and i pull it out every now and then and it just i like it it's gorge yeah it's a really good fragrance yeah it's super yeah. good okay are you ready for your second i am scent? okay okay round two of my game for jeff he has just smelled his second scent i feel like these are throwing me off my game a little bit it's this is again, it's kind of green. There's this real kind of wet floral stem in the vase resting there for a few days. It's not, it hasn't turned or anything like that. It just smells green and damp, um, but still bright. There's a lot of like lemon citrus type of citruses up top, but there is a candy sweet note throughout. Very powdery. It's not Necco wafers because those are more waxy flat. Mm -hmm. This is more like a lemon head or not like a sweet tart or anything like that. It's not sour. It's powdery though. It's what? It's marshmallow. It's marshmallow? Huh. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. But it's definitely, definitely sweet. And, uh, but wow, what a green through line. Mm -hmm. the first words that come to my mind is just kind of it's almost like a Christmas afternoon where you are just waiting for dinner and you just kind of like you, you have like the place settings and the you know what are this, what's the thing they put in the middle of the table <laughs> that has the flowers in it um, you didn't have that at my house but um you just while you're waiting around for the for the meal and everybody to kind of show up, so you're just snacking on the candy that was like in your stocking and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, it's nice. I I don't think I would ever wear it. It feels very. Why now that it's kind of aging a little bit, you're starting to get some kind of like dried woody. It's not patchouli. Might be vetiver. Can't tell yet, but it's. A little bit more scratchy and oily, a little bit of wood. To me, it's a very kind of like golden color. And it's something that I'm not sure who would wear this, to be honest. Um, it doesn't feel like a young person's fragrance. It doesn't feel like uh, an older person's fragrance. And people in the middle just don't wear for now. Um, can can but, I give you some notes so that yes, like, people will know what this smells like? Orange blossom, pedigrain, tangerine, marshmallow, and vanilla. Wow. I get the orange blossom. 
Yeah, I wish that I would have sprayed it on your skin because I wore it on my skin today and it became very, very big and it was really nice. And it really did smell almost a little bit similar to Narrowly Orange. And Re I, really? I think you would have enjoyed it. It feels very orange to me now. Yeah. That we're saying all this, but you know, again, it was kind of like the, up front, it was very candy and powdery. And maybe yeah, that was the marshmallow making it powdery. But the marshmallow was strong, which I've been into a marshmallow note because, you know, I've been wearing Princess by Killian. <laughs> and this has that. And I think it does it in a very sophisticated, wonderful way. I love it. This feels very late 80s, but also now. I can see where this is big. I wish I would have put it on my skin as well. Um, it's not too late. You want some of that? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Here you go. It doesn't... I, I think it... I mean, you sprayed the hell out of my hand, but... Yeah, I mean, it already smells different on my hand. Yeah, I think it needs skin. It smells a lot more green. Can you give me the notes again? So it's orange blossom, pedigrain, tangerine, marshmallow, and vanilla. The brand doesn't have a lot of backstory on it. Do you want me to tell you what the brand is? Yes. It's Voyage, Voyages Imaginaires, oh. which is Camille Goutal, yeah. the daughter of Goutal Paris. Annette Goutal. The daughter of Annette Goutal. Her line that she started with Isabel Doyen, the perfumer. And um, huh. this is Azahar. Azahar. They're all natural, aren't they? Are they all natural? think so yeah as a hard by voyages imaginaires i think it's gorgeous that is really nice good because i was really I, I ordered the samples and there was one that i tried and i just did not like it and so i hadn't went back to the other samples yet on skin this is so much better than on paper yeah like it, the paper it really leaves skin. it so flat yeah sorry i should have insisted that you try it on skin but to me i like it because it's a bit of it has actually elements of the perfumes that I do like from Killian. It's very tea-like. Yeah, perfumes that I do like from Killian. It has um, elements of Love Don't Be Shy and elements of Princess. Yeah. Kind of a hybrid between those. And I do like those scents. And I would wear this, actually. I would wear this, yeah, for I sure. Could, I could see you in it. Yeah, this would be my, hey, I'm gonna, I need to go to the bank and I need to go to the grocery store and uh, I'll be back in a couple hours, kind of thing. <laughs> Throw this on, it's like, and you just kind of, you know, like as you're walking around, you kind of get a little hit of it and it gives you a little boost. I think you might come back with a new girlfriend if you went to the bank and the grocery store smelling like that. Gotta it's say, pretty gorgeous. On my hand, there's a little bit of a pissy note. That's orange blossom for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would be, I, I'm not sure I would own it. Definitely want to sample it, but it makes me a lot more curious to kind of really dive into the brand a little bit yes. because, I mean, legacy brand, and um, I think it, I think that's what they're doing is really cool. So that's what this type of fragrance is what intrigued me about a line from from the get go. So, wow, that is really nice. Yeah, Azahar, I'm into that. My Next, turn. I've just handed Jane her second scent. And this is something that's smelling very uh, boozy, woody, ambery, a bit of um, a powdery, almost like anise-like note. Okay. It's 
feels um kind of old school sort of piratey almost with all oh. of the the it conjures kind of like liquor in barrels or something yeah i could see that i i there's something in here that's kind of the words are escaping me and you're going to tell me when you reveal what the notes are and i'll be like oh yeah that's it but it has a bit of a kind of um sort of cherry a little bit of a pine soul feel it's interesting it's a little bit medicinal but um it's very va va voom yeah this is a scent that i when i first tried it i really really liked and we get so many samples you know and then you just forget about it and uh, but for some reason it popped in my head today and i was like you know what this is going to be a perfect candidate for the game and luckily i remembered and chose it you know there was a a time last year where i was like listening to a lot of historical romance novels and this is kind of like lady of the streets the courtesan with a heart of gold Uh, this might be what she wears when she seduces the Viscount. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Can I smell it? It's very full bodied. It does it makes me feel like I've been mm. drinking. Yes, it feels very boozy. Or it, it comes off very boozy right there. It is uh let me give you the notes. Because I will say it transforms quite a bit in the base. Not, I mean, it still keeps this kind of stuff, but I think it really settles in the base soon. Um, saffron, olibanum, okay. leather, yeah. plum, black pepper, vanilla bean, oak, sandalwood, and rose. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. the oak, you know, a lot of liquor barrels are oak, and you get Man, the plum good. and the black pepper. I like this a lot. Saffron's all scratchy. Yeah. No. It's very seductive. Well, if the it's funny a color, you say that, it's like a ruby red to me. The description is seductive incense entangled with vegetal roots, ardent woods set boldly aflame, resinous depth illuminated by beetroot brights. Well, a ceremonial clash of contrasts, a radical revelation of blazing harmonies. Mm-mm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Who's this by? This is by the brand, you mean? Yeah. Uh, BDK. This is BDK? This is BDK. Are you for real? And it is Amber Safrano. You know, I like it. It's good. It's really good. You've been telling me that this is good. I haven't actually really worn it myself. Yeah. This is good. Like, actually smelling it blind, which I'm glad that I did. You know, I haven't always been crazy about everything BDK, so I'm glad I didn't have that prejudice going in because... This has a lot of body to it. There's a lot to appreciate here. Yeah. The plum is gorgeous. Yeah, okay. I love the black pepper. Yeah, this feels like um, an alter ego I want to slip into. I'm super into it. And I always love the whole leather plum accord. Yeah. That, that, happens, that fragrances use a lot. Fragrances like these. And it just... It adds a certain depth because they're always usually, you know, leather, especially when it's mixed with saffron, can get pretty aggressive. And so you need a little sweetness. You need a little, like, softness from sandalwood to kind of just, I don't know, give it a little balance. And I just love it when it's plump. I don't know. Yeah. 
gorgeous. Own sampler pitch. God, I, I, you know, I'm not like a shopaholic here, but that's one I can really see myself stepping into. I want to own it. Okay, interesting. Yeah, the olibanum is great there. It's really smoky. Where would you wear it? You know, to win hearts when I'm tending bar as the, <laughs> the maiden at an old timey tavern. Okay. And what color did you say? Or I'd just wear it on a date with you too. Okay. I mean, <laughs> hey, it's my turn. <laughs> I have just sprayed Jeff his final round for the game. I love this already. Um, I, you know, I just wanted to start talking about it right away, even though I'm still forming my thoughts on on it. This is so wonderfully blended. It's so artistic and classic at the same time. It's kind of scratchy and fresh and green again, and it's sexy. Very sexy. This is a real deal fragrance. Like you wear this with intention. It's fully formed. Like a lot of times when we sample a lot of, like, especially indie niche type of fragrances. There's always something like just slightly missing. We love them, but maybe it isn't, you know, they're, you know, they're still developing their line or their brand or their, you know, whatever their concepts are, things like that. And there's just something missing. And there are even really good perfumes that don't have a fully formed vision behind them. Right. But see, to me, the reason why I bring up Indie Niche is because this does not smell like a, like a big house. No. This is way too creative for a big house. Like there, there's a, there's a beauty to it that's just like a love and a craft. It's not, you know, there's no dollars and cents added into it. You know, it's just like this is no, the fragrance. It's not going to be for everyone, that's for sure. No, but everybody would be impressed with this. I think if you wore this, people would ask you, "What are you wearing?" This mm -hmm. is. Agree. This feels very fall, very winter. I want to smell this under my coat. Or under my sweater, you know, like when I take off my jacket, I want to, I want it to be on my arm. Mm -hmm. This is what you wear for a nice dinner out with your friends or like a party, even somewhere a little bit more posh. Definitely. This could fit very well with any type of posh setting. Now the museum party you were talking about earlier. This is my favorite of the night. Oh, yeah. I was hoping you would like this. It's one that you and I have like kind of been flirting around with for a while. Really? Yeah. I don't know it. Do I know it? Um, I mean, you do, and, and I'm not surprised that you don't recognize it right off the bat. Can I spray a little on my skin real quick? Yes. If you just do that while I talk more about it. Era, I would say, again, I feel like this is kind of like 80s in the way that not in the kind of like big kitchen sink kind of fragrances of the 80s, mm -hmm. um, but with the goal in mind that those fragrances had, like it's supposed to be luxurious and fancy and um, cool and rich and all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah, I would definitely own this and just go right to that. It's... It's dense, but not heavy. Mm -hmm. It's kind of 
airy. You know, it has a it yeah, floats, it breathes. It moves, it yeah, it breathes is a great way to put it. What season again? I think it's more of a fall winter to me. Do you want me to tell you the notes? Yeah. Okay. The notes are orange blossom, coriander, pink pepper, jasmine, allspice, labdanum. Oh, the allspice is what you get. The, yeah. It's the allspice is all through this. Allspice, labdanum, seaweed, musk, and cedar. Huh. I wonder where the seaweed plays. I definitely smell like Do a, just a small touch of something aquatic there. Yeah, I guess so. So uh, I'm sorry. Can you read some of those again? I'm... Orange blossom, coriander, pink pepper, jasmine, allspice, labdanum, seaweed, musk, and cedar. Okay. You definitely get the cedar, which is really, the, really nice. Maybe the, maybe the perfumer will give it away. It's Antoine Lai. Mm. Yeah, Antoine Lee. Oh, oh, is this Eris? Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, Antoine Lee. What is it? This is Belle de Jour. Oh. Oh. Taking its inspiration from the 1967 yeah. classic surreal film of the same name, Belle de Jour is a flip on the expected. In this fantasy, nights are for hearth and home, and days are for erotic adventures. Yeah. I mean, that's me, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Okay, I really like that. It's really good. Yeah. Actually, smelling this, I, I, the reason I put it in the game is because you and I, I mean, obviously we go through, we go through the game and we're like, add it to the want list every yeah. time. And I think that this is one that I seriously do like. And I think that we need to probably do a, a serious assessment of our want list soon because this is edging its way into my, my top for a while. And we've been talking about this. Like we have come to enjoy this more and more over time. Well, and it's also a, a line. Right. That just you want to support that cares about the craft and the meaning of perfume and fragrance and what it does both in a classical sense, but in, you know, modernity. Right. Yeah. This is a new classic for me. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful scent and I would love to have it and support the line and and just wow it's really gorgeous there's nothing that smells like this the the way it's so aromatic i get the interesting i mean it smells a little bit more like ambergris to me than seaweed but yeah it's nice it's what was the second scent that you sprayed me and i was like oh this is like a really green aromatic white floral you don't smell that that much and it's like so funny because here we have oh a green aromatic white floral oh wow okay well, then let me move to your final one. Okay. Okay, Jeff has just sprayed me my last <laughs> scent of the night. And this smells like a lot of like labdanum and amber with pepper and musk, maybe a touch of orange and woods. Definitely it, woodsy. It's deep, dark, and dense. It's very spicy, a little bit sweet. I definitely get an orange nuance to it. No orange listed, but I don't disagree at all. Okay. There also feels like maybe like there's something anise in here, perhaps. It smells really good. Um, It's definitely kind of dank, dark brown, resinous. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels, for that reason, it feels um maybe a, a little bit like another tavern wench scent <laughs> maybe maybe one of the men who's in the bar that night <laughs> but maybe maybe he's actually a warlock this is a bit 
witchy, but, wow. but masculine. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Um, and all I have are notes. I have no backstory. Okay. Nothing. Oh, tell me with the notes. Notes are patchouli, vanilla, gaiac wood, tonka bean, myrrh, mandarin, gardenia, cedar, and jasmine. Okay. I feel like I wasn't too far off there. No. And I think there is a, a citrus. I mean, there's always a citrus. Well, but... there's mandarin. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely get the white florals there and the vanilla. So it's, it's very yummy. Mm-hmm. Very sexy. And like definitely, you know, anything with like a lot of myrrh and woods and a touch of white florals, all day long I'm going to like that. Yeah. Like. This is great. This is this is my kind of scent. And, you know, I know a, po- a lot of people probably listen to this podcast and they're like, oh, they like every scent in the game. It's like, yeah. No, we've hated some. We have, but I think for the majority of the time, we like what we're smelling and it's because perfume is great. Well, we do have some. Here's, here's something. One, we're always choosing samples that we actually order. They, they so, sound like know, stuff that we would like. Yeah, so obviously we do most of the time like them because we know what we're buying and yeah. we, we know what we like so usually we're basing it on notes that we're interested in or profiles that we like but we have a couple upcoming games that we're thinking about doing and working on right now one celebrity fragrances yes the celebrity fragrance round of the game then we're probably going to do a designer one okay we'll probably do one that's just like sephora based yeah you know, so we'll we'll probably run into a few that, you know. Well, listen, I've already started buying for my celebrity fragrance game with you. Yeah. And there's already some that aren't going to make it. There's some I'm going to yeah. be giving away. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the, but back to this. This yeah. this smells freaking great. It smells honestly like Fioridambra. It hmm. smells like a Profumum Roma that kind of, mm, it's really good. Well, you would be correct. Is Profumum Roma? Yeah. For real? That's how much we've fallen in love with this house that I'm already putting them in the game, but we can already identify them. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad that I said that because yeah. I didn't think you'd do that to me. But yeah, that's definitely very recognizable of, of that Profumum Roma super premium uh, amber resinous base that they do. Yeah. That's fantastic. Boy, you really get the. Oh, yeah, that myrrh and the tonka bean with the mandarin, and then you get the white florals, and then it gets all woody. I'm glad you told me it's a perfume aroma, because when I was smelling that, I'm like, do I just like everything? And it's like, no, you picked something that we're kind of on a roll with right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to, I mean, not to, that I'm, you know, I, I never want to trip you up or trick you or anything like that, but I was curious if you would be able to kind of pull it out a little bit, and you did, so. Just that kind of like. So which profile. one is it? Which one? It's is a it? Dincanto. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So Gorge. I mean, I just received it yesterday. So. Gorge. So that... you haven't even had a chance to really, you know, no, test I'd... it or anything. So it's like you first, first smell. The first impression, I could, yeah. I could pick it out as a perfume aroma. I didn't think it would be because I didn't think you'd go to like what we're actively exploring right now. Yeah. Well. What better way to figure out how much we really like something? Yeah, so. totally. That's wonderful. Okay. Well, that's uh, another round of the game. Yeah. Another episode of the pod. 
And uh, baby cat's coming. I can't wait. I can't wait for our celebrity round of the game. Yes, I am looking forward to that. <laughs> I need have to you get... bought any? No, no. I but, bought uh, three. I have some. Uh, I have some lines, some some things, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger. But I am also thinking about our designer one too. I'm curious about that one. So okay, yeah, yeah. I'm a little nervous for that. We'll have to set some ground rules, but so we're not buying the same ones. Sure, so, yeah. yeah. And uh, all right. So next time, thank you all for listening. And Thanks for listening. Of course, if anybody has any ideas on some vanilla incense, vanilla smoky fragrances, please DM us, email us at hello at fragrophilia.com. Um, or if you have any questions, curiosities, anything you want to ask us, send it in. We'd love to hear from you We'd guys. We'd love to hear from you all. And uh, till next time. Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Bye.